Hey, tonight I'm not going to be giving a full sermon. I just want to give a quick shepherding. If I've ever met you, my name is Tony. If this is your first time at Salt, thanks for being here. We're going to worship tonight and do something a little bit different. But as I thought about what I wanted to leave with you guys as you go into winter break, I actually started to think about this moment in John chapter 6. If you have a Bible, would love for you to open it up to John chapter 6. If you've got a phone, flip to it there. But there's a moment in John chapter 6 where Jesus just feeds the 5,000, which is actually like 20,000 people, which is a lot. And then he walks on water, which is amazing. And then he has this moment where he delivers this really hard sermon. Where he starts saying things like he is the bread of life, that the only way to God is actually through him, that eternal life can only be found in believing him. And then there's this moment where, you know, earlier in the chapter, 20,000 people are like, oh man, Jesus, that guy is awesome. And then just a couple verses later, pretty much everyone leaves and he looks at the 12 disciples and says, do you want to go as well? Do you want to leave? And in a sense, that's the conversation I want to have with you guys tonight. When you walk with Jesus, there will be many people who leave. So the question is, what does it look like to stay? How do we stay? Look with me to John chapter 6, verses 66 through 69. And here's what it says. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the 12, do you want to go away as well? And Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Two things I want to point out to you in this text. If you follow Jesus, if you like actually follow him, you're like, Jesus, I give you my life. I want everything to do with you and nothing to do with me. If you follow Jesus, two things will happen to you. One is Jesus will offend you. And I know, not as hype. I get it. But if you read the word of God, the word of God will offend you, convict you, and transform your internal world. He will offend you. And the other thing that will happen is that people will leave. I remember when I was about 17 years old, I first came to faith in an environment much like this with all these young people. Woo! You know, pastor wore skinny jeans. It was pretty cool. And I remember this moment where I came to faith surrounded by a bunch of young people. And like eight years later, I can count on like two hands the people from that group that I know are still following Jesus. So much like John chapter 6, if you actually follow Jesus, many people will leave his side. So the question is, what separates those who leave versus those who stay? Here's what we learn in John chapter 6, that if you want to stay, you need to love Jesus more than what he does for you, but actually who he is. That the, those who leave his side would be those who became infatuated with Jesus because he could do something for them. And there's some of you here who have come every single Thursday night this semester. And the reason by which you've come to Salt Company is so that you can feel something spiritual. So you can get your spiritual fix from Jesus. Because Jesus is your good luck charm that helps you get through finals and gets you the touchdown in the game. That Jesus is something that you get something from but here's what happens when you love Jesus for what he can do for you whether it's the get out of hell free card whether it's the religious thing that you like to do whether it's the spiritual moment if you love Jesus only for what he can do for you then the second that he offends you by his word you will leave his side so what separates those who leave and those who stay I love what Peter says in this logic that he's met Jesus and he's like, dude, where would we go? 
You have the words of eternal life. You are the Holy One of God. He actually makes an identity statement about Christ. If you want to stay, if you want the rest of your life to be a faithful following of the Lord, here's what needs to happen in your life. You need to love Him more than you love what He can do for you. You need to love the character of Christ. So the question is, who is this Jesus that we're talking about? I'm going to turn to a different passage 13 chapters later. Before we do, something that I've learned about people is that you know who they are on their worst days. You know what I'm saying? On the good days, whatever. They're nice to you. doesn't say much. But on their worst days, who are they? And here's what we learn in John chapter 19 on Jesus' worst day. 13 chapters later, as Jesus has been hung up on a cross, beaten and bruised, whipped and spit on and destroyed. Here's what he does. John 19. 25 but standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene and when Jesus saw his mother and his disciple whom he loved standing nearby he said to his mother behold your son and then he said to his disciples behold your mother and from the hour the disciple took her to his own home in Jesus's darkest hour in a moment where everything was taken from him up to the very essence of his life, he spent the last dying request to take care of the people whom he loved. In his darkest hour, Jesus was faithful to them and he will be faithful to you. And so if you wanna have a winter break where you actually grow deeper in love with God, not less, if you wanna actually grow more in your walk with Jesus, here's what you need to do. Like Peter, you need to see that Jesus Christ is the one who holds words of eternal life. Give yourself to the studying of his word and get to know the cadence and character of Christ in the word of God. And would that actually transform all of us? If you want to stay, you must love the character of Christ more than the gifts that he can give you. May we be people like that. Let me pray as we enter back into worship. Christ, you are the Holy One of God. I love what Peter says. You ask him, do you want to go as well? And he says, to whom shall we go? There is no one else. There is no one else like you, Jesus. If you've actually met Jesus, we know this, that Lord, when you meet the Christ, the Holy One of God, there is no one as beautiful as you. So Lord, in a similar way, would we be people that stay? Would we be people that say, Lord, we want to know you and believe that you are righteous and holy and kind, and we want to experience your character. We would be people that say, we want you more than what you can do for us, and would we be people that stay? Brother, as our, our people go back to winter break, it can be a difficult time to follow you, so Jesus, would you supernaturally do something tonight to help them remember that you are holy and good, that you are gracious and kind, that you will heal the depths of their soul and you want more for them than anything this life can ever offer. Jesus, would you give them something more real than the world around them? Would you give them heaven, heaven and earth in this place? Your will be done, your kingdom come in St. Paul as it is in heaven. In your name we pray.